Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Just before we get to the new episode of See You Next Wednesday, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Modern Superior and patrons like you on our Patreon, including our latest donation Thanks to Jessica Buck. Thank you for mm. donating. Thank you so much. And you can do so uh, at modernsuperior.com. There are uh, buttons there for you to go to our Patreon account. And you can also go to mod- uh, patreon.com slash modernsuperior. Yeah. And there's lots of great things. Get in our Slack. Check out our streams. Lots Get of- in our Slacks. Yeah, yeah, check out our streams. Yeah, lots of things <laughs> for you to do. We got streams in our yeah. Slacks. <laughs> And it'll be really great. There's different tiers. You can throw in $2 or $20, get a shirt or not. It's it's really fun. I um, like my shirt. Yes. My shirt's good. It's mm-hmm. great. So do it. And then now you will be able to listen to our new episode of See You Next Wednesday. Here we go. Welcome to episode 273 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, June 21st, 2017. My name is Dan Gorman, and in in entertainment news, Better Than Ezra scored the number one song on the Billboard charts this week. Coming in at number two, Ezra. (laughs) My name is Casey Lyons, and... See, Ronnie, this song's called Love Gun. It's about Paul Stanley's dick. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Greg Legro. Knock, knock. Who's there? Dishes. Dishes who? Dishes Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Boo! We have I tons mean, yay! of stuff. Yay! yay! We have tons of stuff to talk about this week. Two of us went and saw movies in theaters. Maybe the same one, maybe not. Uh, but we will have movies to talk about in Film Roulette. And one of us stayed at home and watched Not Another Celebrity Movie. Uh-huh. Uh, we will be talking about a Punishment album in Film Roulette. And we will talk about tons of other stuff as well. How are you uh-huh. guys doing? Great. Yeah. I am good. <laughs> How are your weeks going? Really nice. Nice. <laughs> good as usual. <laughs> <laughs> um. If you would like to get in touch with us and tell us how you, what you thought about that wonderful exchange, you can do so yeah. <laughs> at info at modernsuperior.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, you can find us on YouTube slash Modern Superior. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at SYNWPC. 
uh, where you will also find our cage match polls on a, on the modern uh, on the see you next Wednesday social accounts where Greg has been posting action heroes and right. pitting them against each other in a fight to the death decided by you. Yeah, not vote, us. You you vote them. They win mm-hmm. or die. Yeah. And we'll find out again who is the best action hero ever. It's been a few years. We decided why not do it again. Yeah. And uh, let other people just do it. Yeah. <laughs> we already did it. Totally. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, there's been some debating. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I, yeah, yeah. It's been fun. It has been. Very fun. Um, I took offense to who did I not took offense, but I was I felt like I had some back and forth with David of uh, Drink Along over um, Sarah Connor, yeah, and whether or not she would have the ability uh, to fight. Who was it? Um, another uh, action hero, anyway. And I was like, nah, she would she'd kick butt. Yeah, 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 yeah. His his thing was that she does she doesn't kill people. Yeah, like it doesn't matter. No. This is in a different situation. Yeah. She's not a murderer. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> not, you know, so they are heroes. They don't have to be murderers. <laughs> yeah. All my <laughs> heroes are murderers. That's right. Um, yeah. So go check that out. <laughs> SYNWPC on Twitter and Facebook. Who is she fighting? I can't remember. Yeah. But it was another person who was pretty. <sighs> Some murderer. Snake, Snake, Snake Bliskin. Bliskin. Yeah. Yeah. Again. That was weird. You both went Snake, Snake Bliskin. <laughs> 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 it was the remix. <laughs> fucking robots <laughs> you guys just synced up for a second yeah it was pretty good well now everyone's <laughs> gonna know the show is scripted yeah <laughs> the Very. teleprompter hit a snag <laughs> right <laughs> yeah um what do you guys want to talk about in terms of new news and movie we've, movies we've been watching ah oh, shit there's things yes. oh, yeah oh fuck yeah oh no uh, I saw something Oh, yeah? What'd you see? Well, it's uh, I don't know if I guess it's new news. Uh, it's something I never I, I've never heard of before. So I'm going real uh, out of, out of uh, yeah. left field here. Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys ever heard of uh, Wormwood, uh, Road of the Dead, or whatever it's called? Uh, it's this uh, uh, Australian thing, I think. It's sort of like a zombie situation. I think I've heard the name nope. before. I feel like I've heard a game called Wormwood. Well, listen, that is insane. But um, it's, uh, I guess it's a movie, and, and it was really yes, well received. I've because seen it's this like, cover, for sure. I've seen that yeah, cover before. Yeah, Road right. of the Dead. Uh, yeah. And it's, uh, uh, it's a real well-received kind of zombie thing, because apparently they really breathe new life into the whole zombie genre. Uh, and uh, and I was like, oh, Ooh, I don't uh, really care. Uh, yeah. But they're making a ten episode series, and okay. I saw, I watched the the trailer for it, or at least a little clip of it. And uh, Jesus, it looks fucking great. Yeah. Mm. It's just insanely violent, and it just really does look like it's got a lot of shit going for it. Huh. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like the I, zombies... I'm shocked that there's been a couple of yeah quality zombie properties how lately. many zombie yeah. revivals are we gonna have yeah yeah <laughs> well because we're we haven't finished the one that started with i know zack snyder's dawn of the dead yeah yeah that we've been in zombie land since then yeah including uh, zombie land zombie including zombie land <laughs> right. and it's just i i couldn't i oh man zombies were my favorite thing about yeah. movies ever and yeah. for a while until it was ruined by everything by everyone yeah but then train to Busan, and i also quite enjoyed the girl with all the gifts and if this is quality too, then fuck me. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. I, I just think it's gonna be. It's like a series that's gonna be like hell of violence. Yeah, and it, it seems like uh, uh, somehow blood can be used for fuel, so yeah. like people are being harvested and shit. Yeah, it just looks like some crazy fucked up shit. And I am on board because I just 
I hate Walking Dead. Yeah, me too. I, I, I hate it with a passion. It's I so sh- shitty. I saw the first episode of this season because yeah. uh, my wife watches it. Yeah. And I was like, um, and something happened that the big like crazy thing to me. Yeah, to I, my core. I uh, I've been trying to find the uh, ability to start watching it to catch up to see the crazy thing that everyone crazy everyone went crazy about, and I cannot. Do it. The thing and I've still gotten this far, and it hasn't been spoiled for me. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, um, the thing is, at this point... Also, I don't read anything that has to do with The Walking Dead, which yeah. is probably why. The thing is, at this point of what I've seen, and it's only like four episodes, maybe five of this season, I'm like, it's just not worth it. Maybe just try to find that scene and go, yeah. oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and then just skip, skip everything else. Yeah. Well, there's nothing to like. Nothing. The characters aren't very good. The acting nope. isn't very good. No. Nope. This fucking zombie shit is the same all the time. Stab him in the head. Just yeah, and they and you, you kind of go like, how many to, how, how many ways can they figure out to do that to make it interesting? Yeah. They don't bother. No, no. they do yeah. it the same it's way the same every one over time. And over and over. Yeah, lame fucking lame yeah. show. But but to this Wormwood uh, Chronicles of the Dead is what it's called. Are you gonna mm-hmm. circle back now on that movie then? I might check out the movie yeah. beforehand and then and then see what the the show has to offer. Yeah. The problem is. I don't have a lot of time now where I'm in a room with the TV and there's not kids running in yeah. and out that I don't want to see exploding heads and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw some news posted by Greg. Yeah. Uh, some comic book news posted. Yeah. About the cast and director yeah. being yeah. confirmed for X-Men Dark Phoenix. Right. Mm. X-Men 7, which was once going to be called x-men supernova right and now is going to be called x-men dark phoenix and we've got uh simon kinberg on the director's chair yeah um Um, interesting yeah he he produced the martian right uh interesting for a lot of reasons first i was like oh shit this isn't going to be Zack snyder i'm very excited yeah and then i was like Oh, they're giving the, one of the most beloved and complicated stories ever told in comic books to a first-time director? Great idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, maybe it's good. Who knows? Uh, but this is hard to tackle, uh, as Brett Ratner knows, and we mm-hmm. all know from suffering through uh, The Last Stand. Um, but yeah. the Dark Phoenix saga is, I feel like it is the blue ribbon classic of modern comic book storytelling yeah. and a big overall arc that goes over many, many issues. They've tried... Over and over and over to repeat the kind of darkness and madness and game changer situation that that Chris Claremont wrote with the Dark Phoenix saga. And the only person who ever came close to doing it was Chris Claremont with his own stuff within the X-Men. Mutant Massacre, Fall of the Mutants, even Touches of Inferno. Uh, But the Dark Phoenix saga, that's the gold standard, man. It was some crazy shit. Yeah. Crazy, crazy shit. Uh, And they're getting into more. They're going to get into space stuff. Maybe they're cool. like, ooh, everyone likes space. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we have uh, Lalandra, uh, uh, Queen of the Shars, in there now. And uh, interesting character. Used to be married to Professor X. Okay. They seem to be touting her as more of a villain role in this, which isn't wrong. Well, it's not. It's complicated. It's a complicated character. Yeah. Lots going on there. She wants to destroy Phoenix, so Phoenix doesn't destroy the universe. Okay. But she's really, really intense about it. Yeah. So I guess they're calling that villainy. But... She's just an adversary, so hopefully they'll be smart enough to play it that way. This is not a one-movie story. Okay. This is the problem with X3, amongst many other things, but 
I don't. They're going to try and do it in one, and apparently one and done. They want to be done with this whole run of X. Yeah. Um, I I did read here. I said that he produced The Martian, but I yeah. I read that article on Den of Geek, and it does say uh, the director also co-wrote uh, Apocalypse, Days of Future Past, and The Last Stand. Um, uh-huh. Kinberg. So. Yeah. Maybe a bit of a mixed bag on the writing yeah. side. I'm not going to worry about somebody who was involved in writing uh, Last Stand because I know a bunch of people. Yeah, took a crack at that took one. Took a crack <laughs> at it, and there was a lot of interference run from all kinds yeah. of places. It wasn't only Brett Ratner's fault. Totally. <laughs> There's all kinds of things that went wrong there. Yeah. But I'm very excited to see someone else take the reins on an X-Men movie from yeah. from uh, 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 Brian Singer. Whom I think is a fine filmmaker. Uh, I just don't want him to make any more X movies. <laughs> yes, it's time to give it. to It's someone got else. it. It needs something else. It needs something else. He's gotten very close to perfect, and he's also <laughs> gone uh, in the wrong direction. All the too. way in the other direction. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, yeah. I, yeah. Anyway, but this is—it's a great story. If you've never read it, you can find a trade paperback version of it, a graphic novel version of the Dark Phoenix saga. Uh, it's bu- beautiful fucking artwork from John Byrne yeah. and Chris Claremont. Cool. Just changing comics. Sweet. Again, Chris Claremont, more important to comics than Frank Miller. Nice. Trust me. <laughs> if they're, well, they got to start leaning on him. Get away from weird yeah. chauvinist comic yeah. book writing and go take a look at Claremont. He's got the best stories. <laughs> um, Claremont. I, Claremont. Right. I want to very quickly uh, talk about a trailer that I, I forgot to mention last week. When I went to see It Comes at Night, I saw two horror movie trailers. Yeah. Back to back. Yeah. Um, and it was funny because the first one was for the new Annabelle movie. What? Did you guys see the trailer for <laughs> Annabelle <laughs> Creation? No. Why? Here's the thing. No. Did you, did you see Annabelle? No. no. And it was I garbage. Did. I know you did. I uh, know. But I watched this. You don't this, know. You didn't see it. <laughs> I watched this trailer for Annabelle it Creation. Is, but you don't know. And I and I went, this doesn't look all that bad. Uh, I swear. Check it. I'm not going to talk about it a lot right now on the show. But I would ask you, it, for horror movie fans, go watch the trailer for Annabelle Creation. Mm-hmm. It, it almost looks like it's going to be a Ouija situation where the second movie is like, Oh no! This is the kind of like not amazing but fine horror movie that the first one should have been, mm-hmm. and it, it looks like that this one's going to do that. Did you end up seeing the second? I so haven't actually. You got to see it. I got to watch it's, it. It's but more everyone, fun than yeah. it should be. Yeah, and that's what this looks like. But then right afterwards, they showed a trailer directed by the person that I guess did Annabelle, and it looks like shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, it was because the first trailer, it's like the new entry into the the annabelle like legend or something and i went oh brother and then the trailer looked good and then the next trailer was like from the director of annabelle and it looked like poop Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and yeah i i just think uh i'm kind of on board for annabelle uh creation as dumb as the name is that is yeah yeah Uh, so check that one out check that trailer i'll watch the trailer looks fun sure yeah yeah um what did you guys want to talk about? Anything? What other stuff? We got comic news. Uh, we got that, that we John about. Wick TV show. John Wick TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I okay. Well, we know the third movie's coming. Yes. To wrap it all up, this complicated story. Yes. Uh, and uh, that's fine. Hopefully, better than two. Again, I didn't really care for two. Listen, I, I came I'll, to John Wick late. Uh, yeah, and I watched the first movie and was like, "This is fine." Why did it? Like, I get yeah, that it's better I, than what else was out there at the time, but I have a real 
I, I'm a, not as on board. The first one's just a lot else. of fun. It was, yeah. it, 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 you know, snuck up on people. It's like, hey, that's yeah. a pretty it, good. It hurt that I saw it so late. Yeah, I was sure. like, no, this is fine. What's yeah. the, yeah. So, it's a lot of fun and the world is neat and blah, blah, blah. And it's hard to catch lightning in a bottle twice. Yeah. Anyway, maybe the third one will be good. But whatever. This is a prequel show that doesn't follow John Wick. It's From about the dog's perspective. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's called a John Wick's purpose. They're, yeah, they're yeah. starting their own universe. Uh, this is going to involve Top Dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's bound. called The Continental. Yeah. And it'll focus on... On that fucking awesome hotel, yeah, yeah. which and, is a good uh, idea, amazing, yeah, That's a great idea, a super sweet, and idea. Is this, super cool. Is it gonna be like a John Wick universe show, and it'll be other characters, or is it gonna be about him? It's not about him. Okay, although good. he may, yeah, in and out, show up. Yeah, that's yeah. perfect. That's great. Yeah, this is a very good idea. I'm very on board for that. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Because the thing that I, I don't liked, know what network or anything, but yeah, the best part about the first one for me was hope it stars. Yeah. The little the little bits of the world building like that, like the currency yeah. and the cops coming and just being like, don't worry about it. And all yeah. That. Like, no, I like there's I neat want, yeah. winks and cool little. Yeah, yeah. it has a, it has its own. Identity, Build on that. Great. Yeah, Build yeah. on that. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's good. That's good nice. News. John Wick, the Continental. Yeah. Yeah. Stars would be a good place for that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Especially just with uh, what they're doing with. Uh, oh, or maybe line. maybe FX. Hmm? Yeah, it's been our stream has been popping on and off. I don't know. Yo, this stream's been popping off, <laughs> yo. <laughs> stream has been popping. Um, Stupid. Yeah, with what they've been doing with American Gods, I feel like uh, they're... Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'd like to see more from Stars. Yeah, yeah. And FX, I think, has been doing really well uh, with Atlanta and a couple other things. They've been very all over the map in terms of genres. So yeah. I feel like that could be a good place, Which too. Which is cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the Continental, John Wick, what do you guys think? Who are listening? Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> else? Anything? What else? For uh, news? I don't know about news. news. Oh, uh, we did lose a uh, filmmaker on the sad side of things, John G. Avilton. Oh, yeah. Of Karate Rocky Kid. Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Very um, important director in the world of inspirational filmmaking. Yeah, I feel yeah. like a number of his movies are very well regarded by younger dun, dun, audiences dun, 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 for that kind of sort of like inspirational underdog tale. Mm -hmm. um, with the Karate Kid, and then obviously Rocky is just an amazing movie. Doesn't matter Absolutely. how old the audience. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was really sad to see that. Um, yeah. And then Casey, you were mentioning in the car um, about uh, the Dream Team, and uh, oh yeah, yeah. Stephen oh, first. Uh, first, yeah. yeah. That's uh, that's a real bummer. And again, I think everybody kind of goes, you know, oh from Animal House. Yeah. But that is not nearly my favorite thing that he did, and it was definitely Dream Team. <laughs> um, When's the last time you watched? Oh, I like nineteen eighty nine. I was like, I told Casey I watched that movie for the first time like five years ago and turned it off. Yeah, <laughs> which is a real bummer. Like, I, I don't want to. Yeah, now, now don't, I don't want to see. Don't it because, go back to it. Yeah, because I don't want it to be back. I, I mean, it's it. watchable, mm -hmm. but yeah. but as I was saying in the car, like it was it was nineteen eighty nine, so we just seen uh, Beetlejuice, and I was just I was all in for. Uh, you know, um, for More Michael Keaton, Keaton yeah, with yeah. Uh, with an attitude problem and a mullet and yeah. a mullet. Yeah, uh, that guy could fucking rock a mullet. <laughs> sure. Um, 
And, you know, you got Peter Boyle, you got uh, Christopher Lloyd, yeah. and Stephen First. Yeah. I feel like there was smirky a... Smirky poster? Yeah. Everything what you want. doing here? Yeah. What? <laughs> smirky poster. Wasn't she on Night Court? <laughs> oh, no, I'm thinking about Marky Poster. Yeah. I, I feel like there was a run of, like, these people have, like, mental problems, aren't yeah, they? Couch Wacky? trip? Yeah. No, oh, yeah. Nobody's, couch trip. Uh, what's nobody's that? perfect. What's that advertising one that had uh, Eric Bogosian and... And uh, and what's his name? Eric. Uh, which advertiser? Arthur. What's his name? Friggin' uh, what? <laughs> I need some Dudley more information. Moore. Dudley, Dudley Moore. Moore. Oh, uh, crazy people. Crazy people. Crazy yeah. people. Yeah. And nobody's perfect. Hello. But would they spell perfect movie. with a K on that one? Get <laughs> oh, it? Oh, I see. Because yeah, nobody's I can, perfect. I can tell by the way you kept going. Perfect. Nobody's uh-huh. perfect. <laughs> There's I some. Can hear the John Larroquette and some kind of crazy guy I movie. I feel like yeah. What was that one? Yeah, I just feel like now it's like. You can't make these movies. This yeah. is not first, this first is very date? insensitive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he seems yeah, like the mental problems in first date. <laughs> yeah, blind so, date, blind, blind date. date. Yeah. That's a good movie, blind date. With uh, well, it's not a yeah. good movie, but it's but funny. It's, yeah, yeah, I watched yeah. it recently. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I like it. Um, so a couple sad ones there. Yeah, but uh, fun to reminisce on those movies. Yes, yeah, yes. it was. So <laughs> it was a good time. What What have you guys been watching? Oh goodness! In terms of things we've been watching. Yeah. For the uh, old what we've been watching segment. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I think I got it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here, I'll, I'll start it off because mine's it a little up. different. I didn't see a lot of stuff this week because okay. one of my nights that I would have been able to uh, watch something, mm-hmm. I was out of the house yes. watching Tears for Fears and Hall and Oates. Nice. Oh, I went boy. to a double bill concert. Amazing. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, ACC. Nice. That's big. That, yeah. that does not surprise me in the least. Sold the fuck out, yeah. ACC. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Tears for Fears of the opener, which I disagreed with, but I understand. Oh, I know. No way. 18, 20 hits. Like a billion hits, yeah. and they're all great. Uh, so I, I love Tears for Fears. Mm-hmm. Big, big, big Tears for Fears fan. Their just first two records are so fucking amazing, and they were incredible. Nice. Right. They were fucking incredible. Roland Orzabal has not lost anything on his voice, not even 2% of a drop <laughs> of the power and perfection with what he, what he hits those fucking notes. It was unbelievable. It was so engaging. They fucking blew the roof nice. off. They did a cover of Radiohead's Creep that was oh, just man. fucking beautiful. That's weird. And yeah, yeah, it was, but it wasn't. It was really just nailed it and it was subdued and held back until it came to the big note at the end. And then yeah. he just, he has that fucking intense baritone, right? And just, oh my God, it was nuts. So good. And the crowd went, Fucking bananas. <laughs> it was awesome. Then Hall and Oates came on. Yeah. And I'm a bi- I'm a big Hall and Oates fan. I, I fucking love Hall and Who doesn't like that's yeah. what I thought. I'm like, I like Hall and Oates. Yeah. Yeah. And poor song selection. Oh no. Is the first they came out and opened their set. Opened with Family Man. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then just like cruise through the mid tempo seventies stuff. Okay. Like, did kind of a laid-back man-eater. Yeah. And I was like, the whole time, I was like, they better just play the fucking songs like you play them, like how they sound. Yeah. yeah. You don't you don't want interpretations no, of no, all No, 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 no. It's, it's all, like, full band sound, right? Yeah. No fucking synths going on. No nothing. Just, like, like they're... Uh, listen, their musicianship was terrific for yeah. whatever, if you like this kind of thing. Uh, there's a lot of saxophone solos. <laughs> uh, nice. Yeah, and a lot of, like, a guitar player who's like... 
ding 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 I'm bored to fucking oh, death. What a bummer. But the saxophone guy stole the show. He That's looked, he was the oldest man in the goldest jacket. It was so <laughs> shiny. And that, uh, by the way, is my favorite James Bond movie. <laughs> <laughs> he, the best thing about him, other than his very shiny gold jacket, was he looked exactly like Brent Spiner in Independence Day. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Playing saxophone. It was amazing. Um, and, uh, it was just, the, the, the set was just a- after the, the like emotional explosion of tears for fears. This was just like, uh, watching a yeah. jam band loosely play Hall and Oates tunes. That fucking that, bums. That, oh my bum. God. It was the thing I was, well, I, when we were waiting for them going, I'm like, I hope they don't fucking jazz it up. Yeah. I hope they don't fucking try and yeah, but no, sure enough. And then, uh, they had to end the set with a uh, 10, 12 minute version of I can't go for that that doesn't sound anything like I can't go for oh, that. God. Well, and I'll it, tell you what, I can't go for uh, that. Yeah, yeah, I can't go for that. <laughs> Why did you go for that? I don't know. I should have said something. Um, uh, no can do. But yeah. then you should have stood I, up and yeah. went, no can do. Yeah. And then, uh, but then they go, they, they came back for their, we almost left before the encore, and I'm like, they're going to. Do the things now. And then they came out for the encore and they played uh, Private Eyes yeah. and Kiss on Your List and uh, fucking uh, what's did, that? Did uh, they play your You Make My, my Dreams, dreams Come, come true? true? Yeah, okay. yeah. How, that's the only thing I would worry about because I fucking yeah. love, that song I love that song so much. It's great. Was it good? It was that very good? good. And it like you're like you're bringing me back. And then the song should just be done. But then Daryl Hall's like. Let's keep it going. <laughs> and they just jam on the end for a while and throw like three saxophones all of a sudden. I'm like, just quit it. Yeah. You're fucking it up. That yeah. is not a song that needs a so- saxophone No, no. Don't solo. make that song six minutes. No. Because it's all yeah. just around. It's, burr, a, burr, it's burr, burr, perfect burr, burr, from beginning <laughs> to end. Yeah. It means yeah. nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's two and a half minutes of great. I'm, yeah. I'm And big... I find like the be- the only way I really ever listen to Hollow Notes, honestly, is if I'm a little drunk. And I can hit skip halfway through. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay, next one. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't, I, they didn't play Method Modern Love, which is uh, a little bit of a bummer, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but then they, and they played like, uh, uh, old, like really old stuff. Like uh, Daryl Hall kept on name dropping their albums. Like no this one's from H two O. Yeah, yeah. He did. He was like, and this one's off the H two O album. Yeah. And I'm like, oh H, oh Hall yeah. and oh yeah. it's H. Ah, uh, gotcha. And uh, you know, and like a lot of hair flicking while he was talking it was super funny. He looked like a character. And then he was like, and uh, you know, and this one's from the. Uh, we're gonna play a little something from the uh, Rock and Soul album. Yeah. I'm like, is that an album? Because yeah. we all only have the greatest dance guy. <laughs> <laughs> Stop pretending anyone knows what you're talking yeah, about. And then he's like, yeah, we made this record in the '70s, kind of a cool out there album, you know, called War Babies, where yeah, we were doing yeah. some other stuff. And I'm like, no one, don't. Play that. <laughs> and they did, and it was terrible. That's funny. Oh, and and there was an, and the crowd did not stand up for like the first forty-five minutes of their set. <laughs> Whereas like Tears for Fears well, had everyone so through the fucking yeah. roof, and then it was just like that's eh, bummer. Did not bummer. match the energy. It's like that. You gotta watch the set before, man. The energy's yeah. up here. You gotta come up there. You gotta start with you making my dreams come true. Yeah. 
I'm a. I, <laughs> you make my dreams come true. That's their Italian song. I think yeah, needs, you make my dreams come true. Yeah. I think there needs to be like a thing where every band in the world decides that encores are no longer allowed. Yeah. Oh, because I, yeah. every I don't I don't care if it's like my most favorite band of all time. I don't think I've ever gone to a concert and been like. Yeah, go away for ten minutes and then make me wait. And it's then so it's like, so disingenuous. Oh, it. And yeah. every time I see a band do it, and every band does it, but every time I see a band do it, it makes me hate them a little yeah, bit. I <laughs> love it when bands are like, "Okay, we would leave now, but we're not going to." And so here's four more songs. Yeah, yeah. just do that. Yeah, <laughs> or just say, "We just want to get a drink of water." Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't need to whoop whoop for <laughs> four or five minutes. We know you're staying. Yeah. Do you fine. mind if we just do the coke here <laughs> on stage? <laughs> Yeah. Is that cool with everybody? Then we'll get right back to it. Yeah. yeah. We're not gonna unplug anything. No. <laughs> um but yeah, it was a, Tears of Fear is terrific. Hall and Oates. Come on, yeah. man. Bummer. Just play those eighties songs. That's mm-hmm. all all anyone's here for. I mean yeah. some people it was their thing. There was a couple of people freaking out dancing. Yeah. Some lady tried to rush the stage and got dragged away. Oh no. Nice. Yeah, it's awesome. I uh yeah, I saw yes. Uh, years back, and right, they right, did right. a real bluegrass version of uh, of uh, what's it called, Roundabout. Yeah, no and one wants that. Oh my God, I love that song just the way it is. Yes, and then I feel to like bluegrass going, it up because it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I, feel like... I want the. <laughs> I want that that aspect. I want that fucking it. crazy bass yeah. line, yeah. man. I feel like <laughs> yes is is a yes concert is like what you don't want. From yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what like I it is on the record, you yeah. fucking ass. Already twenty minutes long. Your yeah, songs. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what? No one says about Hall and Oates. Uh, no one says. You know, my favorite thing is about Hall and Oates. Daryl Hall's guitar solos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not one person. It is yeah. not about musicality. It's no. about sweet pop coming out, man. Yes. AM radio. That that yeah. fucking uh, uh, I can't go for that. Uh, keyboard action in that the yeah, sense in that yeah. is awesome it's so hooky yeah stop being dicks yeah. <laughs> all in oats yeah uh, fuck right man. off yeah, all yeah. Oats. Yeah. Fucking dicks uh, trying to entertain everybody <laughs> casey what did you watch any entertainment this week on your uh, television screen oh boy did i uh we finished up a show i'm not going to talk long about it at all a show called people of earth mm-hmm. have you heard of that oh sure heard of it heard yeah of that. we watched the whole first season How is really it? cute like okay. it's really fun it's not the best show in the world but it's yeah. really sweet and fun um and it's got some good ideas cool okay yeah. people of earth but do you recommend it what i did uh yeah if you got nothing else to watch and you want uh, uh, too many things shows, to watch uh, yeah. then don't no i don't um <laughs> but i did watch something that was very anticipated by myself oh, yes. and many others and i watched this on netflix and it's a netflix exclusive oh. and it's called oh hello on broadway yes this is if you don't know what oh hello is it is nick kroll and john mulaney oh my god yeah funniest yeah. human beings in the world playing uh gil saint yeah gil saint george no um uh, G- George St. Geegland yes. and uh, Gil Faison. Yeah. Um, oh, and man. they've done these characters on... Oh, forever. Uh, no, forever. Yeah, for years. Yeah. And they did it on the Kroll show. And yeah. They, yeah, a number of places. I think that's the first time I was ever aware of who John Mulaney was. Um, yeah, which is which is crazy, but it, it's... Oh, it's just two of my favorite characters. And it's a Broadway show. This is a Broadway show. It started as an off-Broadway yeah. show, and then it became crazy popular. Yeah. And then they did it on Broadway where it was... 
crazy popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, and so they made a filmed production of it, and they yep. put it on Netflix. Yes, and the, ne- the Netflix. Yes. How is it? It is fucking wonderful. Oh, uh, good. <laughs> it is so good. Yeah. Like, it, it, and in this whole other crazy way. Now, Daniel. <laughs> Uh, I, yes? feel like, I feel like it's time to have a little debate here because I've seen you on the social. It. I don't know about a debate. Uh, I've seen you on the social media uh, talk some trash. <laughs> oh. Uh, I thought it was fine. I thought it was. I feel like your words were not very not, good. Not, not very good. Not very good. Good. Okay. okay. I did not read the inflection. That was my fault. Yeah. Not very good. But you didn't it's good. say it was not very good. Yeah. You said it's not very good. It's not. Right. I, I, I now listen. I I really like um both of them in general. I don't think I'm as big a Mulaney guy as you guys, mm-hmm. but I find him well, a, a very humorous human being. Yeah. And I uh and I like Kroll. I, I can like Kroll a whole lot, and I can like him just a normal amount as well, right. um, depending on the moderation or the character. Okay. And I thought that this was funny, but I just didn't didn't bowl me over. I thought like the sort of I, I liked it. I just I laughed a few times. I thought that like the kind of um, observations of theater and the sort of like playing on the tropes of theater and stuff were funny enough but i was also just kind of like okay yeah yeah one-sided telephone i I don't know i just none of it felt like brilliant i just i just think it's it's one of those things where the characters are funny but i just don't think they are for me and i'm it's i don't think it's bad i shouldn't have said like this is not very good i was probably just it was more probably of a reactionary thing when i tweeted that but i do think like it's just not the show for me and that's just it yeah. <laughs> yeah it's not that it's like garbage or anything it's funny it's just not as funny as i wanted it it's what i actually loved about it was because i love those characters i think yeah. that the characters are are so beautifully drawn for what they are which is just a couple of new york guys yeah, yeah. um and uh uh but done to the fucking stupidest degree and the way the way they worked it into the broadway the 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 on stage Mm -hmm. uh uh kind of thing it like kind of starts and then becomes like a play yeah but it only half becomes a play because they're these two fucking myopic idiots (laughs) who who are are just like are so into their own weird little world that it's it's sort of a play but it's really about them but again, they they do sort of shine a light on on these these kind of theater tropes, but they do it in a way that's that I found absolutely fucking brilliant because like it fits it into the world of of yeah. uh, uh, of the oh hello guys, but it it's this commentary on on theater that as somebody who has performed a lot of theater in my life. Um, it felt so authentic and so genuine uh-huh. that I feel like if you're somebody who sees theater or has done theater, uh-huh. you will you will find the authenticity just mind blowing, uh, and, and it's absolutely wonderful. And the special guest every night yeah, they have they a, a, a guest star guest, yeah. um, come out. A, a different person comes out. Th- this uh, night happened to be uh, Steve Martin. Oh, fuck. yeah, who was is just absolutely 
fucking still on point. Yeah, definitely. he comes out. He doesn't high try to point, do too much. Yeah, definitely the high point of. Um, and there's there's one gag that he, they would have had to have gone to a lot of trouble uh, to to do this gag. That's such a throwaway thing that it's absolutely fucking amazing and so satisfying. Yeah, I just I loved it to know. Uh, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, you should it's definitely so watch great. it. Yeah, yeah. And it's okay that you didn't like it, Dan. Yeah, it's not. Fine. It's, it's just maybe not for you. Yeah, yeah. it's like Hollow Notes weren't terrible. They, they played their songs well. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but that... for me, I was just like, well, this is stupid, <laughs> horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and again, uh, oh hello, like it, it, it's not like I totally listen to everything you say and agree with that being in there yeah. i was just like i'm not connecting with this as much as i feel like everyone else is yeah yeah like i i, I agree that it feels authentic and and the commentary feels authentic but i was just kind of like but it's not hitting the home run for me for whatever reason yeah i, I don't even know what the reason was and maybe in a year i'll go and i'll watch it and be like i was an idiot last year and i fucking love it now who knows sure <laughs> i mean i've done that with I've a lot done of that different all things sure. not heathers yeah. but uh other yes. things um <laughs> but but yeah man it, it it's that it's the, the commentary and the character work everything blends so seamlessly yeah. into a show that feels like a couple of guys fucking around yeah. until you realize how much would have gone into it yeah uh and and it's uh it's fu- it's masterful. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. So that was Oh Hello on Netflix, and I'm gonna keep the train, the Dan negativity train yes. rolling. Yes, <laughs> let's do it. What do you got? So I saw in our modern superior Slack. Give some, in to your hate. Some discussion around <laughs> something being surprisingly good, and it's a movie that we have talked on the show before. I believe Casey had seen it. Yeah. Casey has seen it. Yes, mm-hmm. and so it hit the Netflix. The Netflix. Uh, the Vacation remake. Oh. And so I decided I will watch this because uh. I know Casey found things to like about it and enjoyed it a, a bit, or I, I believe I you liked it, it was, at uh, the time. Uh, yeah, like overall, a really positive experience. Yeah. And and uh, again, David and Jeremy of Drink Along were saying like, oh, you know, this part and that part, these were the funniest I've laughed since Tropic Thunder and all this stuff. And huh. I was like, really? Okay. And I watched it, and I will say it build steam it's a movie that almost gets there for me yeah but i found the first two-thirds of the vacation remake shockingly unfunny i just sat there stone-faced for like 40 minutes 45 minutes and then in like the last half of the movie they start to bring it around with some pretty good gags and then i i felt like they kind of lost me by the end of it I right. don't think it was like garbage or anything, but I definitely went into like, man, this is going to be the gem I'm looking for. I think maybe I I read into oh, like oh uh, that's that is the wrong yeah. way to go into like this movie. I think it's a a movie that can be surprising, but I really felt like the first yeah 45 minutes I was like none of this works, none of this is funny, all of this is just dumb expected bullshit. But then some of the cameo stuff in the second half. Like there's a pretty hilarious gag about the four corners of the states yeah. with all the all these police officers that show up and they're all hilarious people, and then there's a really funny uh, scene with uh, Mac, what's his name uh, from It's Always Sunny, Rob uh, McElhenney. No, um, not Mac. I don't know why I said Mac. What's his name? The uh, Charlie Day. Charlie Day. Yeah. There's a his his cameo and his uh stretch of the movie when yeah, they're on whitewater I, rafting is like a really really well executed way to make to build the the comedy of a scene and it's 
funny for me watching that scene. I was like, no, this is how you make comedic funny choices in a movie where all the other choices have been, I feel like, not right. Uh, I, For me, like I grew up, I... I, I I can't describe what the vacation movies mean to me, yeah. and how it's how influential big. they yeah, are so... in my life. Yeah. Um. And this movie felt like, and you know, ninety percent of that I give to Ed Helms for knowing the universe that he's in and fitting perfectly into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's good. He's a he's. You know, he, he's just a happy, he's a guy who loves being a dad and he loves being a dad so much that he just does everything wrong. And that's a lot of what, uh, you know, what Clark Griswold was. Mm-hmm. And he's not, he's not trying to play Clark Griswold either. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's rusty. Yeah. You know, and he got just enough of that from his dad that to watch everything go wrong for him. It's like, this really feels, it feels like the vacation world. And that's what I liked about it. Yeah. yeah. I just. I, I couldn't get on board with it until later. And look, there's like yeah. there's that whole hot springs. Uh, uh, I thought that was a hilarious I, gag in the trailers, uh, I, and I then in the movie, I was like, way. "This is terrible." <laughs> I was like, I, "Like this is this Although, is just so dumb." And the gag leading up to the hot springs thing, where they meet a sketchy looking guy who has a rat on his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> and he's giving them bad advice for where to go. And yeah. then they ask him about the rat on their shoulder and he freaks out. And he's like, I don't know this rat. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, this isn't my rat. I don't know him. <laughs> there was like a couple things like that that were really funny. Yeah. But yeah, I just felt like, yeah, the first 45 minutes, I thought this is the exact thing I don't want from a vacation yeah. movie, which is that all of the humor is just that like. Oh, isn't it funny? It's he's having like the thing where he looks out the window at the woman in the red car, but she gets run over and killed by a car. Oh, <laughs> spoiler! <laughs> like that's in the trailer. Like that sort of just like the last thing I would expect would be for her to get hit by a car. Yeah, work, work, wow. But that—that's what I loved about this is that I mean, a, a lot of the jokes in the vacation movies. Uh, are hilarious. Are <laughs> but are that? Like, yeah, are, but are these? You can hear the horn coming a mile away. Yeah, uh, but when they land, it's delightful. <laughs> and I, I feel the like dog peed on the sandwiches. Yeah. is oh god. Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is about? I was thinking about that scene the other day, and. <laughs> It's so great when he when Rusty goes the dog uh, uh, peed on the on the thing and he spits out the sandwich. Yeah. That is beautiful. But what's more beautiful is when he's sort of dancing with the sandwich, trying to impress her, and he yeah. opens the sandwich a little bit <laughs> yeah. and just does one of these. Yeah, <laughs> is but I I still think about that to yeah. this day. But that's laugh. the flaw of the new one is that all of that like. Peeing on a sandwich, yes, is very juvenile and very dumb. Yeah. But the comedy of the scene is sold by the performances and the grandma yeah. being like, Meh, help. Like, yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, Her, yeah. Uh, 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 and we all just have to remember that there was a time where Chevy Chase was a fucking comic yeah, genius. Was it was a genius. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's crazy. some of that performance selling things in this movie, but a lot of it is the like, she got hit by a car or it's poop mm-hmm. or the, and you're just yeah. like, there's no room for you to be hilarious here because the comedy no. is being like, poop. Yeah. Yeah. I Cause like, like this... the pee on the, the, on the sandwich isn't really like, Oh, there's pee. like, yeah. it, you know, like it's, it's a it's a moment for him to do something hilarious. Yeah. And the way he spits out the sandwiches. Yeah. It's not that it's Pete. It's no. his reaction. Yeah, to exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. but there, again, there are some there were some moments that I can't say like don't like it's worth a watch for like a weekend comedy. <laughs> but yeah, I gotta watch the old one. Now. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch this one. <laughs> I rewatched I rewatched uh, the first one uh, maybe a year ago or something, mm-hmm. and 
Oh, it's still just <laughs> so wonderful. Good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And so and good. Uh, features a young Jane Krakowski. Yeah. Uh, mm, which is weird. Totally. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As the uh, when the cousin or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because when I was a kid, I had a crush on her. <laughs> and then and then had no idea who she was when yeah, she yeah. Yeah. reemerged. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Greg, what non what, what non concert material have you? Yeah, just you, you see any non con? Yeah, I did. I did. Non con content. I, 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 yeah, uh, I do have non con. I'll get into that, and I, I just have a question for you, Dan, as well. All right. Uh, based on your Q4 letterbox D? reviews, okay. Uh, you watched. Taking care of business with the Belouch? Yeah, I did. Why? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> and I paid three ninety nine for oh, it. Oh, you paid for it? <laughs> yeah. Jesus, just message me, man. I saw. I Do you have. think I might have seen something in the theater with my mom? <laughs> Which I did see that in the theater with yeah. my mom. Just ask. It was a. It was a. I need an eighties movie. Yeah. And uh, like oh. earlier this year, I saw a really great picture of Gr- Charles Grodin in the like eighties. He's all covered in like dirt, and he's in like a really hilarious eighties sweater and then it was from this movie and I always remembered the cover and I was like I'm gonna I should put this on my watch list when he's surfing on a limo yeah and I was like I gotta watch gotta that watch <laughs> what the, like, he's got a Hawaiian shirt on no, my biggest yeah. this guy knows how to do yeah. good time it was one of those like I've seen that so much in my childhood I just yeah. need to see what is this movie and it turns out something I will not want to watch and they wanted to call the movie Fetal Facts yeah Fetal Facts Fetal Facts but Fetal Facts was like don't no. do that. <laughs> you take your shit movie yeah. and call it something it's else. Fucking garbage. Yeah. All right. No. It's it was yeah, unbearable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You should find a second op- if you're approaching a, a Belushi <laughs> movie you haven't seen. Yeah. Uh, sometimes sometimes opinion. it's a real man. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it's hey. a taking care of business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, well, I was taking care of some business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you taking a shit, Greg? <laughs> Uh, Are you gonna tell us about a shit you took? With our our, uh, our action hero cage match stuff going on, yeah, and there's been some debating here and there, and some uh, back and forth, and some big victories, and some not so big. One of the tightest ones, though, I did not expect to be tight, but I think it was due to a lack of viewership. Yes. on the clearly superior heroes film, that being 1988's uh, Action Jackson. One if of you the haven't best. seen Action Jackson. You shut your damn mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucked up. Um, so, and then in this conversation about uh, the cage match and that that particular matchup, I discovered that somehow uh, in all this time, Athena has not seen oh, Action Jackson. My God. Like, how is that possible? Well, we had definitely started it while we were drunk more than once. Sure. She's like, I know this beginning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, Coach gets a boner. Yeah, yeah, and he tells you about it. <laughs> Coach lets you know he yeah. has a boner. I haven't watched Action Jackson uh, all the way through in quite a while. Not super long, you know, but a few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and definitely not, uh, it's been a while since there was sound on. Yeah. Because I always played it at the bar back in the day. And, uh, yeah. Um, and it does, I'm always blown away by how underwatched. This movie is, and they definitely wanted to make a franchise out of it. That was the plan. They talked this thing into reality on the set of Predator. Uh, Joel Silver produced it, and then a bunch of Predator people turn up in the uh, in the film. Yeah. Uh, and a bunch of uh, diehard uh, alumni as well. And, yeah. I mean, this has everything that you would think you would need 
to have an 80s action comedy success film. Yeah. Craig T. Nelson, Vanity, Sharon Stone, Thomas F. Wilson, who's Biff in the Back to the Future series. Tom Wilson Bill is the Duke, fucking best. Robert Davi. Yeah. Uh, Mary Ellen Trainer. That's how you have a successful cop movie in the <laughs> 80s. You put Mary Ellen Trainer in it. Yeah. Uh, Ed O'Ross, who's also, uh, uh, he's a bad guy in Red Heat. Yeah. You know? Uh, the, and people, and, and you just, then you see all the, the side guys, the nobodies, and you're like, hey, it's that guy from yeah. that thing. And this, and like, and it's packed full of stuff. And you've got, this is when Vanity was, Vanity is a higher billing than Sharon Stone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and she recorded an original single for the, uh, for the film as did the pointer sisters nice and it's uh, they work in it's this is uh, now it this isn't an action movie like die hard like this is a quality amazing yeah i know this is a, a b action because it's based on their love of uh black exploitation films or carl yeah. weathers love of so they really cram in the one-liners yeah and some of them are awkward as shit one of them is the best ever. <laughs> uh, but this is like, this is commando. Yeah. Schwarzenegger commando exactly. level or action. Cobra. Yeah. It has that like, it's overbaked, but in the best way. Totally. Yeah. And they, there's some things that are said so in this good. movie that are so insane. I love it. I love this movie. <laughs> uh, Craig T. Nelson is so evil. Yeah. <laughs> it's wonderful. That's if I have one problem and it's beautiful within the movie and everything if there's one thing i don't like about the movie it's coach talking about his boner yeah yeah uh, but 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 that but coach but being evil but yeah. that line is like the most evil bad guy line it, like well it's not, so no standing ovation I, yeah 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 i'll we'll, we'll create yeah. the scene here for you so Craig T. Nelson is a very successful businessman, man of the year type guy, but on the side, he's also evil. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a club, and he's got vanity in the club singing songs, and she's in there doing yeah. rehearsal of her song and some horrible dancing. Yeah. Uh, and some very weird hair. Um, and he's watching alone, like, mm -hmm, sitting at a desk. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and she does her song. Your sexy song. Her sexy yeah. song. It's not that sexy, honestly. It's gonna just a pop song. And, <laughs> it's uh, you. And then she comes up to the and the song is over, and she's like, <laughs> uh, uh, she's like, I was expecting a standing ovation, and he's seated. Yeah. He Under you seated at a table. He's seated at a table. Yeah. I was expecting a standing ovation. He's like. You're getting one. Like, yeah. Ugh. And then the table goes, yeah. that song gave you a boner? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> the table yeah. doesn't all the right moves moment. Like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's a strong boner. I know. Uh, <laughs> so there's a lot of there's a lot of weird things that are said in this movie, but it's just it's, so it's fun. It's always entertaining. Yeah, because it's it's when it's not being fucking awesome action because shit blows the fuck up in yeah. this movie. The way the 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 the, the big opening kill uh, is dynamite. Yeah. Dynamite. <laughs> um, yeah, this isn't a, a Die Hard or a Lethal Weapon, but it's your Commando, yeah, and it's you got, got a lot of fucking yeah. one-liners. Carl, Carl Weathers is awesome. Yeah, and and like I mean, I realize that uh, Arnie was the the '80s the standard in one-liners, yeah. but Carl Weathers literally delivers the best action one-liner of all time. Of all time. Yeah, the setup, like the whole thing that exists around it is quite quite brilliant yeah. and exists seemingly only for this, <laughs> this beautiful line yeah, yeah. Oh, and man. 
it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, just when you watch the movie, just when they get into talking about having a barbecue, that's yeah. all you need to know. <laughs> yeah. You're in the zone. Now It's all going to work out. You've seen Action Jackson, but have you seen Hurricane Smith have a, from hmm? 1992? This was like a pseudo follow-up. What? And it's not very good. Is it Starring Carl, Carl Weathers. Weathers. And the tagline for the movie was, uh, the man who put the action in Jackson now yeah. puts the hurricane in, in Smith. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Is, yeah. I, it, it was a YouTube watch a long time ago. And it's not, it's not like sequel right but it was like let's do it again with him and the, yeah. which it's kind of kind of like a pseudo spinoff but not really right. it's not very good uh it's a shame but you should watch it anyway just because yeah. tagline is excellent yeah, yeah it's very good <laughs> but um, action jackson's you got it you got yeah it. yeah check it out it's it's not hard to find it's double on... feature it with tango and cash absolutely <laughs> yeah uh, yeah please that's a, that's what you should do with your life yeah um yeah it's a good time and now with the uh, there's been some questions back and forth, and if anyone's curious or you're voting on Twitter for your favorite action yes. hero to fight, uh, the scenario is they are in Thunderdome, yeah, uh, and it is Thunderdome rules and weapons, which in Thunderdome, there are no rules. Yeah. And the weapons are, there's a big hammer, mm-hmm. there's a sometimes working chainsaw, <laughs> there's a uh, spear, yeah, right? Yeah, and uh, a hammer? Oh, no, is like, there like I a, said big, a hammer, yeah, a yeah. hammer, yeah. And something else. It's like yeah. stabby, blunt weapons, yeah, basically, yeah. right? And you can so bounce it, around. There's on no the guns, and you're on the, yeah, the elastic yeah. things if you want. There's no guns, and you're just left with your John wits. John Wick doesn't have any guns. That's right. So, and that's and whatever the reality is of the character, like yeah. in Action Jackson, a cab tries to run him over, he and, jumps then he, over and then it. he's like, "I gotta catch a cab," and. And he chases it, yeah. and he runs it down because yeah. he has to be a track star. Doesn't he he outruns jumps jumps over it, and he jumps and over then, parked cars yeah. onto it. So yeah. that's the reality. Yeah. So that's what he's capable of as a human being, and that's what you bring into the fight. Yes. And this is the thing. Yeah. So, yeah, just remember, it's whatever the, the film's reality <laughs> allows their hero yeah. to do. That fucking shit is fair play. Totally. And so, yeah, yeah that's how it Beep. works. There you go. Uh, what else, Casey? Did you have anything else? Uh, just one, uh, one other thing. I watched. Uh, I finally, finally got around to seeing "Don't Think Twice," okay. which is Mike Birbiglia's follow-up to uh, "Sleepwalk with Me." Oh yeah. man! Yeah. Yes, and it's about uh, uh, an improv an improv group? group in New York. Um, one of whom gets a coveted spot on the uh, well. What is an analog for uh, Saturday Night Live? Right, 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 right. And it stars Mike Birbiglia and uh, Keegan Michael Key, yeah, and Gillian Jacobs, yeah. and uh, everyone who you else? want, Chris, Chris Gethard. Um, we read the teleprompter at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this movie uh, made me uh, cry a bunch of times. Oh, great! <laughs> uh, I love it when you cry. <laughs> you have always really enjoyed my pain. <laughs> And this is no different. This, yeah, this movie put me into a a, a severe existential uh, <laughs> uh, crisis. Severe, because it seemed like certain elements of this movie were taken from my life directly <laughs> and put in front of me in a poignant way. Like, uh, hey. Uh, uh, these are the things that are really sore issues for you right now. Why don't you have them all? <laughs> um, and it's a movie that uh, it's a small movie. Yeah. It's just like a little tiny movie, uh, but it's very sweet and it's um, 
And again, like for me personally, I don't know if everyone will relate to it, but for me personally, it really hit home in a couple of different ways. Like characters having things going on in their lives where I'm like, oh, Jesus. Okay, well, yeah, that's that's pretty close. <laughs> uh, but and, and then, yeah, like it's just it's crazy. And I loved it. That's uh, great. Yeah. I got to see that. Yeah. 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 You really should. And that's what's, on Netflix, yeah. right? Certainly. I is. believe so. And yeah, what's it yeah. called? Don't think a twice. <laughs> a twice. You make my dreams come true. Hey, you make my dreams come true. You make me a nice pizza. He does do it now, doesn't he? Say you make a money. You make a money. I do not oh, yeah. call it anything but that. Oh, you no, make you my make dreams, my dreams come, true. come true. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Paisan. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have anything else to talk about. I, though I do want to say extremely quickly. Uh, I watched Born on the Fourth of July for the first time oh, in my life. Oh, I have boy. not seen that probably that's, since I saw it in the theater. That's a mom. very good movie. I haven't seen that. Is since it a very good movie? So good of something. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been, uh, I put it in my queue on Netflix. Yeah. Like I'm gonna. Yeah. Oh, it's on the flicks. It is. It totally All is. Right. Uh, Stone, I'm very uh, hot and cold on yeah. some stuff. Well, I'm he, like, sometimes he's you're the worst. garbage. Hey, well, yeah. he's yeah. been very awful for yes. a very <laughs> large number yeah. of years. Yeah, yeah. this and is I, before the the uh, yeah the big shakeup. Yeah. I think I like Crap Town. I, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> before, before he took a left turn into <laughs> Crapville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I liked Born on the Fourth of July more than <laughs> the Platoon. big shakeup in Crap Town is my favorite <laughs> Dolph Lundgren movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why couldn't we have go- we had gone to Marshmallowville? <laughs> Sick up in crap town. Yeah, you're getting crap everywhere. <laughs> the tagline is just "ew." Meet the guy who puts the crap into town. <laughs> oh, shake up in crap town. If anybody out there wants to make a poster for yeah. Shake Up in Crap Town, Taylor, please do. Uh, yeah, I think I liked uh, Born on the Fourth of July more than Platoon. And uh, yeah, I think I did too. Actually, uh, I I, think, I just like that mustache. I think it's the best it's thing that true story. Ray Kovic. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think it's probably the best thing. Uh, one of too. the best performances that uh, Tom Cruise has ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the the main times. You know, I guess maybe he did a lot of these kind of performances earlier in his career, and now he's kind of coasting on the I'm me. But like, yeah. this is a very like fucking performance yeah. yeah he did that a couple of times where like hung him out there a bit but yeah. didn't get the gold so he was like oh fuck it yeah you know yeah. <laughs> hung him out there <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> yeah i know what you he meant. really his testicles yeah <laughs> okay we're on the same page everyone <laughs> is this what you want academy <laughs> hardcore nude scenes that's what, get, that's what gets, the, gets the gold right yeah, Born on the Fourth of July. It's on Netflix and uh, very I'm good. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Oh boy, I didn't know I was gonna drink the whole French press of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, very strong. Yeah. Anything else for you guys before film roulette? No, let's. Uh, you want to hang him out? Let's hang him out there. <laughs> Check him out. All right, (laughs) then let's get to Film Roulette. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week, the winning pick was Beatrice at dinner. The low roller has to go see something terrible. This week, the loser had to rent the film. Not another celebrity movie from uh, Google Play or wherever have you online is where it's available. And you can go Google that and see how bad it looks right now. Uh, but the loser gets to li- give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Casey gave us an album by Canadian standard uh, band. <laughs> Not standards, but a seminal Canadian band. Yeah. Uh, the Headstones. Uh, let's just say Canadian band. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we will talk about that. We'll get a new album and we will roll for our picks next week. Um, now, Greg. Yeah. You went to the movie theaters I to did. see Beatrice at dinner. Absolutely. Date night with the wife. Out sold we go. out. Sold the fuck out. Because it's only playing one theater. Which is balls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you told me that, and I made sure to get yeah. my ticket to And advance. it was my only night out for the movies. Got the babysitter, yeah. the whole thing. We got there early and everything. Sold the fuck out. Yeah. Which I was like, well, good. I'm glad that this kind of movie yeah. is selling out. It's uh, also playing at the exact movie theater that people of a certain age will go see this type of movie <laughs> old ass people yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so should we do beatrice at dinner first and then get to your viewing? yeah sure okay so this movie is from the creative team who made a movie back in the day called buck and chuck they made a movie called the good girl with jennifer aniston oh yeah it's, mike white it's written by mike white and it's directed by uh miguel arteta um, and he also yeah. did a bunch of movies. Uh, he did Cedar Rapids, which is a hilarious. Is that movie. right? Yeah. Oh, that was him. Yeah, he did uh, Youth and Revolt, The Good Girl, as well as Chuck and Buck. He made a couple of kind of weirdo art films with uh, Michael Sarah, as I yeah. uh, as I understand. Yeah, the Youth and Revolt. There was maybe one other one. Oh, and he also did uh, Alexander and the No Good, Terrible, Horrible, Bad Day. Or really? Yeah, for Disney. Weird. So they've kind of reteamed up uh, for this film about Beatrice, an immigrant from a poor town in Mexico. Uh, who has drawn on her innate kindness to build a career as a health practitioner. Doug Strutt is a cutthroat, self-satisfied billionaire. When these two opposites meet at a dinner party, their worlds collide and neither will ever be the same. Uh, Selma Hayek plays Beatrice. John Lithgow plays uh, Doug. Um, Chloe Sevigny is in this thing. Jay Duplass. uh, Connie Britton. And some others. Uh, I also noticed that... um, let me see if I can find his name here. 
Uh, maybe it's John Early or David Warshawski. He One of the guys, he was in uh, Search Party. Uh, Probably John Early. Yeah. Uh, he, you know him from, like, the comedy. He's in a lot of comedy, like, scene movies. Like, he seems to be out and about. Uh, so I was really looking forward to this movie, especially because Me too. I love Mike White. Mm. And I think he's such a great uh, writer. And, a, and, a, and a, so funny, too. An extremely versatile uh, yeah. uh, artist. School of Rock. Mm. Written by fucking awesome. He's also in it, and he's also in it. Er, Orange County, Orange County, mm. which is great. Yeah, lots and well, and, and then he also did uh, okay. a show for HBO recently with Laura Dern that was unfortunately canceled, but was very well received critically. And so I kind of feel like enlightened oh, is that? Yeah, yeah. I, I've kind of felt like when is he gonna get like that next project that's gonna like get him even bigger? Because I feel like he's been a part of a lot of very successful and critically successful things. And I just felt like the time was right for another movie by this team. I haven't seen Chuck and Buck, but I've seen the good girl and the good girl is a very underrated drama. I feel mm-hmm. like, um, I like that. Hell movie. of a cast. Yeah. I like that movie quite a bit. And He's so I was, too. yeah. Um, so this movie, I guess if you've seen the trailer or heard me just talk about it, in, in, in the synopsis it's basically about like she um is a healer and she gives a lot of massages she does a lot of like um holistic therapy and she has to run up to connie Britton's <clears throat> house in the kind of like gated community uh for a last minute appointment and when she gets there uh realizes that her car is broken down she can't get back until the potentially the next morning but they're having this big uh, work kind of dinner party where John Lithgow who plays this very Trump-esque character um, uh, owns a lot of land, owns a lot of hotels, kind of a cutthroat business guy, maybe doing a lot of shady business dealings. Mm-hmm. He's going to be there and, and, and everyone else that's at this party are kind of like fake, sort of rich, kind of like you know, stuck up, but yeah, want to have their little like fancy party kind of people. So she's very much a fish out of water and it becomes this kind of like cringeworthy, darkly comedic drama where these attitudes are going to clash. Um, but also it's very sort of uh, not heartfelt, but not, not emotional, but there's just, there's a very, I think the, the thing about this movie are, is for me, the, the, the two central performances, the, the, the whole cast, everyone's great in this movie. Yeah. Um, this, the side, the side characters are all, are all well played, but Selma Hayek and John Lithgow are just like fucking perfection. Like they are two people putting in fantastic performances. They know their characters. You know everything you need to know from these characters just by looking in their eyes. And they really sell the sort of like human elements of these two types of people. And when they get into it in that kind of awkward like way, it's so good. I really, really like this movie. Awesome. But... Uh-huh. <laughs> it is a movie that I it, it wants to have every ending. And oh, I, it 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 go for a while. You're like, this is. <laughs> does it do that Wayne's World thing? Here's uh, <laughs> here, here's what it kind of does. It, it it go. It's like pretty much perfect for like a large portion of the movie. Oh. For like ninety percent of the movie, you're like the biggest complaint you could have about this movie is that it's like an on the nose movie. It's like okay, here's this guy. He's a Trump guy. He, she's like, you know, from Mexico. This guy's clearly 
you know the class stuff it's it's all very like on the nose like mm. we, they're, they're out there talking about like you're poisonous for this world and he's like you are doing nothing good for the world and we are opposite people it's yeah. very obvious but in a in a way that works sometimes mm-hmm. that kind of obviousness you don't need to be subtle about it. Well, it works. especially with, uh, you know, the clusterfuck that's yeah, going on in America totally. right now. I mean, that's all pretty on the nose, too. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> and, and it works. And you're like, this is great. Um, and then the movie ends for like three times. <laughs> and it's not that it's a long movie. And it's not that the, the endings are bad. It's just it feels like a script where you are like, just pick one of these three or four endings to be the ending. It it, honestly, it felt to me like I'm watching a dramatic version of the clue home video. (laughs) Like (laughs) when they took all of the things that's like this happened. No, but maybe this happened. Actually this happened. Yeah, Yeah. Like there is definitely like some, some of that, like, Whoa, Holy shit. This is happening now. That character was just thinking that. And, and And I feel like, Mike White is somebody that I would not have expected that from, and I feel like that yeah, he's that kind has of strong choices. Yeah, guy. and that has worked in movies before. Those those Absolutely. scenes can work, but yeah. it's like I've seen so many of them. But at this point in 2017, I don't want to like, holy shit, this is what's happening. Nope, and it's kind of a bummer. Mm. But the ending it ends on works as well, and. The 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 endings it kind of cycles through to get to that ending also kind of works. So you're like, it's not like this is a garbage ending. Yeah, it just feels like, man, you had such a nice tight package, like tightly woven movie, and then you kind of like unraveled it too much at the end to be like this or that or this or that. But the fucking performances are great. It's really, it's not funny. But it is a little fun. Like, like it's not like you laugh out loud funny. It's like you laugh because you're like, oh god, this is awkward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like, oh shit, this is gonna go down. Yeah, it's. I really, really enjoyed it, and I think it's definitely one of the better movies I've seen this year. It's just so close to being like amazing. Yeah. And maybe the ending will work for other people more than it worked for me. Um, and it's definitely got an ending that. I felt like I needed to think about a little bit more. So it does leave you on a good kind of like, a, let's talk about it. Let's think about it kind of thing. Right. But uh, yeah, it Beatrice at dinner. It's a really good movie, really solid, uh, really solid movie from this creative team. And, uh, and yeah, the Selma hike is just fucking amazing in this movie. And so is John Lith. Like just, you see this movie for those two performances and you'll be so happy you did. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So Beatrice at dinner, I I say, definitely recommended. Excellent. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> now you went to see it and you didn't. Yeah, because sold out. And sold out. No dice. Had to see something. So what did you end up seeing? Well, Theon and I were trying to figure out what do we the theater we were at. Uh, yeah. We had seen Wonder Woman. We you know we'd seen everything that was there pretty much. Uh, and uh, so we we got our money back and went to another theater and caught <laughs> Rough Night. Yes, <coughs> this is a new comedy, right? Um, sort of a very bad things scenario. Yeah, it's <laughs> sort of like bridesmaids meets very bad things. Yeah, and some other stuff. Big cast, huge cast. Yeah, 
Um, Scarlett Johansson, Jillian Bell, Zoe Kravitz, Lana Glazer, yeah. Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Uh, and then you got some support stuff from Ty Burrell and, and Demi Moore. Uh, Dean Winters. Like, there's a lot of people, and there's more. Eric Andre makes an appearance. Oh, and cool. Bo Burnham makes an appearance. Uh, and there's more and more and more and more and more. <clears throat> well, somebody else in Paul W. Downs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, he, uh, he he's one of the writers as well of this film. Yes, I see. <laughs> I was because he because I, I I don't know who he is other than I know he's kind of around and he's on Broad City or writes for it or yeah he's he's on it. I, I think he might write for it as well. Yeah. Um, and because he was in it, I'm like, who's this terrible actor? <laughs> He's he's <laughs> he's terrible in a lot of ways. I, I don't find him uh, interesting in any way. Yeah, no. And he's then got, he's got great friends. And he is. Yeah, that's what I, I figured it had to be because his character has quite a bit of heavy lifting to do. Yeah. Uh, and some of it he got there with, and I kind of warmed up. Yeah. <clears throat> but ultimately, I was just like, "What? How did this guy get this part?" I'm like, yeah. "He must be very nice." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so it's a bachelorette weekend and they're gonna go crazy yeah and do the stuff and do they a hard party weekend accidentally uh, kill a stripper mm-hmm. and they so go. it is very bad thing yeah pretty much right and but funnier or something i would hope so yeah <laughs> very bad things is a shitty movie <laughs> really bad uh very bad movie um <laughs> so here's the thing this movie sucks yeah really bad really 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 bad. That does not surprise me. No, nothing, nothing. Uh, well, I mean, I saw a trailer that I was like, "All right, yeah." I'm, and I like a lot of people here. Yeah, uh, you know, um, well, that that's the thing. I, I saw a trailer and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be a lot of people I like in a movie." I don't. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it's that. Um, and here's the problem, mostly. Uh, in fact, exactly <laughs> is. They didn't write a movie. Yeah, they wrote an idea. Yeah, they wrote an idea. They were like, okay, so uh, here's what we'll do is uh, they'll be on the beach, and uh, one of them will crash a a ski-doo onto the beach, and then Kate McKinnon will make the scene watchable, right? Great. Yeah. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. So I don't. I. I don't know what it's going to take to for someone to finally uh, write a role for Kate McKinnon and not just expect her to and come in and save her. their shit. Yeah. Just just do the Kate McKinnon thing. Come yeah. here and do the thing. Yeah. Cuz like, yeah, she's working hard to try and do something with nothing. Uh same you thing with see, jo- uh, office Christmas party. Yeah. Uh cuz it's that. Yeah. Uh, like but that's but with a bunch of people so yeah. she doesn't seem like She's doing all the heavy lifting. Yeah. Well, they're trying to spread it around here, but the thing is that Scarlett Johansson and Zoe Kravitz aren't funny. No. Um, nothing against them. Just that, you know. No, they're both fine actors. Yeah. Uh, uh, Zoe th- Kravitz is fucking fantastic in Big Little Lies. Yeah. Uh, so you're just you have Kate McKinnon and Jillian Bell like swinging for the fences. All the time, yeah. Which like, no one can do right. Like, yeah. It's just it's very rare. The script is probably not there. Right? There's no yeah. there's no script. You know, um, I feel like Jillian Bell has had a lot of trouble with that. Where like I feel like much like uh, Kate McKinnon, she's been in a, m- a number of movies where it's been like 
hey, you're like catching on as a comedic voice, so like come in and do that. Yeah, like the same you kind of thing see, with uh, Office Christmas Party. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, I did J- see it. Jillian J- Bell uh, is that. Yeah, yeah I saw the... that movie for the show with you. Yeah, and we yeah. disagreed. I uh, it's a terrible. Movie. I think she's. <laughs> I think she's quite funny. I think and she could be like I, she has some of her instincts and, yeah. and places she goes with with a, a few things are amazing and the best moments of this movie are hers. Yeah, uh, she like was she just so does a couple of odd little great things that are that are really wonderful. Yeah, <clears throat> and but again, it just it's too much noise and flailing around, and it's not her. I mean, this yeah. movie. Uh, ev- everything is crap <laughs> in this. Uh, uh, that sucks. It's misguided. It doesn't have any shape. It doesn't have a tone. Didn't have a script. Uh, no one's really likable. The yeah. ending is dumb. Uh, it was exhausting. So it is very bad thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 kind of. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, it's does... not, is not as mean-spirited. Yeah. Does the person come back to life? Like, oh, it wasn't no. And I'm like, how did you 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 you're leaning so hard on bridesmaids and very bad things, and you're forgetting to lean on the most important thing here. You have a weekend at Bernie's opportunity, (laughs) and you fucking blew it. Yeah. Yeah. Or like these are movies that you know, like people look back at very bad things and be like, wow, what a misogynistic movie that mm. was made. A dark comedy that's all around just like, we murdered a sex worker. Oh, well. Yeah. And like, I feel like there maybe could have been some course correction here on that. Yeah. Like, oh, well, let's have some kind of a contrived thing where like, it was, they were just knocked out or I don't yeah. know. Like, no, 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 no. He's <laughs> dead, but it's okay because he wasn't a nice person. Okay. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, uh, dumb, not yeah. good. Write a movie. Write roles Write for, for people, you know? Yeah. It's not hard. That sucks. Yeah. What I saw, bummer. what was that tweet about their... <laughs> Which one? <laughs> you know that tweet? <laughs> you know what... Uh, Twitter, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you heard of uh, It's an app for oh. your phone. Uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down, Brainiac. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it's complicated. <laughs> uh, I just read a tweet earlier in the week. I think we all retweeted it. It's about the roles written for women yeah. in comedy. Uh, being just base man humor, yeah. essentially, or yeah. genital stuff, and and this is just that. It just like it's really unimaginative, gross out, yeah, stuff here and there, and just like you can do so much better. Yeah, just tr- just write the script. Just take <laughs> some time. A second draft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, or write you know? the or a draft. Yeah, yeah sure. Write the outline, yeah, write and the then scene more. <laughs> Think it through. You know. Yeah, that's a bummer. It is a bummer. There's a lot of really talented people here doing just nothing or yeah. trying. To, it's not their fault. Yeah. Just trying to, to make nothing into something. And yeah, sometimes you can't do that. I can't. Just making love out of nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the last time I saw a trailer for like a big budget, big, big comedy and was like, that looks amazing. Like it's yeah. always been. Yeah. yeah well, maybe I was I was you super know? excited I, to see a comedy in the theater. We were sitting there like, well, you know. Yeah. Right on. Well, yeah. We haven't been out in you know, it's, it's a comedy in ages, yeah. and I was really, yeah, oh, I, I was ready to laugh. And I saw the trailer, and I was like, maybe this will be a maybe. good one. But yeah, yeah. I know. I just feel like every time I see a, a trailer for a comedy, it's always like, that might be good. Might, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> comedy has been in very poor yeah. shape. Like Daddy's uh, Home too. It's like what maybe the I'll laugh fuck? At Are that? you kidding <laughs> me? I, that, I did I talk about Daddy's Home? The, yes. Yeah. 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 
bad. Yeah. Just bad. Yeah, and then I saw the trailer for number two, and I was like, maybe John Lithgow can yeah, save yeah. this? <laughs> like, I don't know. Is, has Will Ferrell, is he slipped into, like, when? remember when uh, there was a time where you he was, you were waiting and then gave up hope for Steve Martin to be funny again yeah. in movies? Yeah. Or, or to make another yeah, funny movie? Like the trailer, is that where we are? Is it I over? I feel like it. Yeah. I, I, I feel really, I kind of feel bad for Will Ferrell in a way because... He sort of wore out his welcome with his standard comedy. He's fare. had a number yeah. of, and then he kind of yeah. tried to do his own comedic thing with that Casa de Mi Padre or whatever, mm, right. which didn't really work. It was, yeah, yeah. interestingly, even it was interestingly conceived, but but even didn't really before work. that, though, I felt like Will Ferrell came out, had a couple big hits, and then it was like made eight movies that were all based around sports, some of which were <laughs> right. good, and some like uh, eventually it was like. When are you going to make a movie that's not like this time it's ice skating, this time yeah. it's basketball, <laughs> this time it's racing? It's yeah. like, come on. And I like some of those movies and some of them I don't. Yeah. But then it was like, okay, now he's doing the indie stuff and it's like he's putting in some, fi- like, everything must go and uh, Stranger Than Fiction. Yeah. Not amazing movies, but, no, but they're funny right. no, but and they, charming they and interesting. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then now it's like, then he, now but it's even like another those, downswing. But even yeah. that, like, he, he, he failed to reinvent himself as that like yeah i i always felt like in stranger than fiction and and everything must go i was still watching will ferrell in yeah. a in an indie movie and mm-hmm. he yeah. just just didn't feel like he really fit in there mm-hmm. and it just feels like his thing is just kind of worn out yeah and Maybe. then it was like oh the other guys we like that casey didn't <laughs> there's a yeah i feel like he's he's back down that's yeah. again yeah. why i watched the trailer for the house and i'm like the idea of an illegal yeah. casino being the like hinge of a comedy, Maybe. like this idea. Sure. Please be okay. And he's got. I, I mean, I don't know what it is. There's something. I don't know. The well dries up. Really. Yeah. Athena and I were watching a, a clip of him on uh, Conan from. Yeah. He, uh, just after Conan got his new show. Yeah. Remember when he had the beard for a long time? Yeah. yeah. And then Will Ferrell shaved the beard off. Yeah. And we watched that clip, and it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I was so charmed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Uh, I just think the formula. I think yeah, it just I dried think, up the same thing. Yeah. yeah, like I think it worked for Anchorman. I think it worked for Ricky Bobby to diminishing returns. But yeah. I, I just feel like that formula of let's just shoot a bunch of stuff and just be silly. Yeah, like let's just let's just shoot four hours and then make a movie out of it. Yeah, like well maybe tighten things up. Yeah, tighten yeah. up the comedy, tighten up the the yeah. storytelling, right. and maybe yeah, something write will the jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so rough night. Not much of a movie. No, a pilot. Rough night was a rough, rough night. night. <laughs> I don't understand. Sorry, my teleprompter oh, no, said movie, and yours said night. <laughs> uh, I don't know why we have three teleprompters. Speaking for this. of comedy and movie, not well, another celebrity movie from 2013 is what Casey watched. Speaking of movie, anyway, yeah. and barely that, <laughs> directed by Emilio Ferrari. <laughs> vroom vroom. <laughs> yeah. Great. This is a Ferrari. Uh-huh. A Ferrari joint. <laughs> I'm about Ferrari to do the longest films. synopsis ever. So buckle up, because this is a long synopsis, as I just mentioned. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not another celebrity movie adds a unique twist to the spoof genre, as the talented <laughs> cast portrays the biggest cinematic icons there are, the celebrities themselves. Packed with a star-studded crew of celebrity lookalikes... This parody of Ocean's Eleven follows the misguided antics of Charlie Sheen as he tries to meet with Justin Bieber, whom he believes is his illegitimate son. When his attempts to reconnect are thwarted, 
Sheen engages the services of Brad Pitt, George Clooney, Robert De Niro, Tom Cruise, and seven other celebrities <laughs> <laughs> to implement a plot to kidnap the pop sensation at an upcoming concert at the Riviera, Ho- Riviera Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. The resulting antics are, in a word, winning. Oh, my God. <laughs> Directed by Emilio Ferrari, Vroom Vroom. (laughs) Starring a number of impersonators. Yeah. Go to uh, the internet and and find that trailer for Not Another Celebrity Movie if you have not yet. It's awkward. And Casey watched all 90-something minutes of it. Yeah. Let's see. I I didn't see. Yeah. 135 minutes. There you go. Yeah. Casey. Yeah. How was? 135 minutes? Yeah. No, what? no, an hour and thirty-five. <laughs> an hour and thirty-five okay. minutes. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> Felt like longer. <laughs> now, okay. So the yeah. thing about this movie, <clears throat> yes, I'll start this movie with a fun anecdote. Um, you can't find this movie anywhere except um, renting it. Yeah, yeah. So I fucking rented it. There you go. You know the app? Uh, it's a Google <laughs> app where you uh, you do uh, little questionnaires yep. and they give you money for your. Yep. Uh, your Google Play account. I got well, that. Well, I had five bucks uh, stored up there, so I'm yeah. like, you know what? At least it's not my own money. Although yeah. I, I really didn't want to give them give them my uh, my credits. You gave them Google's number. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, uh, <laughs> this movie it was very perplexing, but whole sections, whole scenes of this movie. I, I think the dialogue must have fucked up or something. They didn't quite get it or anything, but they couldn't go back and reshoot it, so they just left it out. <laughs> what? Um, Was it missing or what? Straight up missing. Like, whole scenes of this thing. Um, like, it'll come to a thing and you're like, well, there's music going on because there's one scene where they're in a strip club yeah. and there's music going on and everything and there's Foley work and stuff and that's all happening, but you can't hear the dialogue. So I'm like, is this a choice? Are they like doing a, where they lay out the whole plan? But this is where they lay out the whole plan. So this is the whole crux of the uh, plot is in huge quotes here. Yeah. Um, that's just completely zero dialogue going on. People's lips are moving, but zero dialogue. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm like, if this happens again, I'm going to try to get my money back. <laughs> sure enough, three more times, no no dialogue. So I, I uh, right after it was done, Google, uh, uh, or I, I contacted Google and said, I want my money back. And within a split second, they sent me an email saying, here's your money back. <laughs> <laughs> like, they must have heard this. Like, and the thing said, like, you know, in a couple of days or whatever, we'll, you'll receive a, an email immediately. Received. They must have, like, a, an alert for this movie yeah. that anytime <laughs> anybody wants their money back from this, give it to People them. are dying to see this movie. The phone's going to ring it off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> so... All of that said, this movie was great. (laughs) (laughs) This movie, this movie is—it's so embarrassing to watch because it's not. There's no jokes. Like, it's a. This is a movie where the guy has seen what's his seltzer and fart face. What are they? Those guys. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, Seltzer and Fartface. <laughs> uh, he's seen their movies yeah. and was like, oh, I can do that. What do you do? Just uh, punch people in the face a lot? Yeah. 
uh, which is which is those <laughs> yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. But those movies seem inspired next to this. Oh. But at the same time, like this movie is made by somebody who has zero sense of humor, who has no idea what what humor is. Um, so there's no jokes or anything necessarily. There's just like, oh, what does Charlie Sheen say a lot? Oh, winning. And so literally in the middle of a scene, he'll just go, uh, duh, winning. Okay. Now the Charlie Sheen impersonator, not that bad. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, the De Niro impersonator looks like Tony (laughs) Shalhoub. (laughs) Does an all right De Niro. Uh Like he's hamming it the fuck up, but you're like, I, I see where you think you're doing a De Niro. Right. So that's all right. Uh, the Brad Pitt guy. I had to be told he was Brad Pitt. <laughs> um, the Justin Timberlake, uh, it w- I would have served much better as an Eli Manning lookalike, <laughs> which is weird. weird. I don't know where the crossover is there. Yeah. Uh, there's a running Eli Manning. Eli Manning, yes. <laughs> the, the lesser Manning. Um, although I guess not now, right? Um, um, no, still. Uh, all right, good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, still. Um, the Lady Gaga, there's a Lady Gaga. Oh, Lady and Gaga. And now the whole premise for her is that she shits all the time and farts when she's not shitting. What? <laughs> so that's her whole character is that uh, she just shits and farts a lot, yeah. like all the time, to the point where she's lo- she's trapped in a, well, not trapped in a cardboard box. But she's in a cardboard box, and to get out of it, just to fill the box with food, and the box explodes. Or I think she shits actually, and the box explodes. And I'm like, "Well, which is it? Is it fart or shit?" I think it's important because because in another scene she's covered in shit. Oh, but I was like, I think I was charmed by that. I don't know. Um, what? There's a certain amount of fun racism in it. Uh, and when I say fun racism, I mean, there's a real miso horny kind of a character oh. that shows up very briefly. Oh, no. Yep. Uh, the guy doing Trump looked way more like Joe Pesci. <laughs> um, so it's all about... Uh, Charlie Sheen thinks... Well, you read the thing. I yeah, yeah. fucking rehashed no. this. Um, it's... It's so inept, and so and it. But it feels like they got some money for it, but they just really learned a, a movie making program on their computer kind of thing because it feels like just sh- shy of a low budget professional thing. But the whole thing feels like a really, really well thought out porn parody. Because <laughs> you know how they do those porn parodies of like uh, the Golden Girls and stuff like that. Uh, you seen, did you know they do those? No, I don't. They have what? porn parodies of everything. Seinfeld. There's oh, porn parodies of. Why did you go for the Golden Girls? Because I think there's a Golden Girls. You porn. think there is, or yeah. you want there to be? I don't know. If I've never seen it. <laughs> listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. listen. What's <laughs> the most obvious porn example? Right, the Golden Girls. <laughs> the Golden Girls. I mean, I think it exists. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a dream I had. Yeah. Last right. Night. Thank um, you for being yeah, yeah. a friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This um, is about P, right? <laughs> uh, it's, it's so yeah. There's porn parodies of, of of literally everything. So this really feels like that because nobody's really, you know, lookalikes aren't really solid actors. So there's a Paris Hilton, and she's just 
God love her. She's awful. There's a uh, Kanye who's actually pretty good at times. But, yeah, but largely... Oh, there's a Zach Galifianakis, which I'm like, why? <laughs> why would you put him in he here? He's famous. And the whole joke seems to be that that people think he's a rapist. What? Like, he's constantly saying... He's in it very briefly, but he's constantly saying, I'm not a rapist. Hey, I'm not a... And I'm like, do people think Zach Galifianakis is a rapist? I don't know. Who Jesus. thinks that? Um, there's a guy who shows up uh, for, like, one... The the sting on, uh, at the end of a scene because he sort of looks at the end like of the scene? <laughs> yeah, stings at the end of the scene and he fucks for four hours. Um, <laughs> We've made that joke a number of times. so many times. <laughs> it's a fun go to. Uh, there, there's a guy who shows up, Daniel Craig, or or he's supposed to be Daniel Craig. They didn't get Daniel Craig. Oh. <laughs> it's so, sorry, guys. Let me backtrack for a second. It's, it's not, not actually Daniel Craig. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, the whole thing is it's so embarrassing and so so inept and ill-thought-out. And, and the George Clooney guy is just <laughs> sleepy. <laughs> uh, and, and so at a certain point, I'm like, I, I don't hate that I'm watching this. No. Like, I, I'm glad I'm at least witnessing this. And I got my money back. Yeah, pretty eight, good. Eight out of ten. Winning. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what? Guys. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. well, I'm disappointed that it wasn't as uh well, I guess it was pretty funny. But yeah. I wanted it to be more painful. Yeah. Well, Still. it wasn't, it was the best. Okay. Well, we have uh a role to do after we yeah. talk about an album. Yeah. Hey, yeah. can I interrupt for a second? Please. No. With some breaking news. Yes. Oh. Um uh, uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller have left Han Solo. Oh my God! Oh shit! Yeah, crazy. Why? What's it say? I don't know. I just got a text from a friend of the show, Gavin Fox, okay. saying, "Yo, Lord and Miller have dropped out of Han Solo movie." Interesting. Oh shit! That's not good. That no. is the probably that if you would ask me what the worst movie news. <laughs> could possibly be right now. Yeah, it would be that. Uh, creative differences. Yeah, unfortunately, our vision and process weren't aligned with our partners on this project. Yeah, very. Yeah, we normally aren't yeah, fans very of the diplomatic phase, yes. creative differences, but for this one, the cliche is true. I'm proud of the amazing and world class work of our cast and crew. They started shooting already. Eh? Yeah, yeah. I guess they got going and went. Several we be doing in, this. in production with several weeks of reshoots planned for <laughs> the summer, <laughs> which have long been planned, obviously, so not not necessarily a bad thing. Oh, yeah. Script by Lawrence Cassidy and his son, John Cassidy. Yeah. I wonder what this is going to mean. Who's going to who's going to pick up uh, after when they leave? Brett Ratner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine like, is there a name that you can think of that's going to make you go? Whoo. Uh, Irvin Kirshner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not good. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the director of uh, Attack the Block. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Joe yeah. Cornish. Yeah, Joe Cornish. If I hear in. Joe Cornish's name, then <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. be all yeah. right. Sure. We got Joe Dante. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Even still. <laughs> that's so, crazy. There you go. That's oh, something no. to be worried about. Yeah. 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 Oh, I had so much hope. Yeah. yeah, I yeah, I got there a little. I started to find some hope, but I all, the whole time I was like, 
This shouldn't be a thing you do. Mm-hmm. No, but I was like, but if you do, you let you let uh, Chris Miller and Phil Lord do whatever they want to mm-hmm. do. You trust them implicitly, and if somebody's questioning them, that yeah. can't be good. Nope. Yeah. Oh well, we'll see how that turns out. Yep. We'll, that, we'll also see suck. see how uh, our punishment album turns out. Yes. Casey, explain why you gave us what you gave us. Well, I wanted to bring it back around to a little bit of Canadiana. This was a band that's always been sort of... Uh, they've been a real workhouse band. Um, uh, uh, workhouse? <laughs> I was going to let it go, but yeah. <laughs> yeah they're a uh... workhouse band? What does that mean? <laughs> um... <laughs> a, a real workhorse yeah. and uh that you know th- just not too good or anything <laughs> just you know just some kind of canadian rock and roll that yeah. you might hear at a bar and if you heard it at a bar you might leave not... the bar <laughs> <laughs> you might not think, like being there i think casey was gonna go a bit more diplomatic <laughs> i think i think i was but i think greg nailed it yeah <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, it, yeah, and they have a new album out, and I was like, well, good for them for, for trudging on. And, and, and the uh, name of that band is? Headstones. Headstones from mm-hmm. Kingston, Headstones. Ontario. Headstones. Yeah. And this album is called Little Army. Little Army. Little Army. Yeah. yeah. Now, I did a fun thing, and I went and I listened to their debut, or some of their debut, Picture of Health, because I couldn't couldn't picture, the like, the song the hell that, that, that yeah. like whatever their biggest hit was i was like i don't know i was trying athena and i were talking about them yeah. trying to figure out what their biggest hit was i feel like it's unsound was yeah like the, i feel like that that it's gonna be calm it's gonna be calm it's gonna be calm cemetery gonna was like a, a Wait, big what? video gonna, yeah <laughs> didn't they have one that uh uh like in like the late 90s like 96 or nine or 97 or 98 that was like that kind of slick production of the time and it was it was a little more melodic than probably. There's a ballady thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Not ballad, but no. like a little more. Uh, but a ballady thing. Yeah. A real workhouse kind a of A real <laughs> workhouse <laughs> jam. You know that old yeah, yeah. saying. <laughs> um, I'll find their it. Their album from 2017, as Casey mentioned, Little Army. So I went and I listened to the, the song Cemetery because uh, that was like on their wikipedia that was like the big hit that they got that had a big big video uh, on much music yeah that, i believe he's wearing a fishbone t-shirt in that yeah, video. yeah 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 and i was like well i don't really like care for this much and then i tried to kind of skip through the album because in my mind there was always like a uh, it was always discussed headstones were always discussed like as being kind of like punk adjacent like bar, yeah. bar band, but sometimes get fast enough to be um, almost in that era. Well, like, they're one uh, of those. They're one of those bands that's just straight bar rock, but they wear enough ripped clothing that people mistake them for punk. Yeah, <laughs> sure. You know, and so I, I was like, well, I'm not big in this. Uh, and then I skipped over to their new album, and I was like, and I don't like this either. <laughs> yeah. So I why. Well, uh, Cubically contained, I think, is your uh, cubically contained. That's yeah. a song. Sure. Hey, hey. Did you make that up, or is that how it goes? No, that is how okay. it goes. Yeah, yeah. But he does it real. Like it's that real. There's a little bit of uh, you know radio crackle voice in it. Yeah. It's real uh, late nineties. Yeah. Um. I jumped. I I, I jumped on this album immediately last week. Me too. I, I got like right. The next I, day, I was doing on dishes, it. and I put it on that night after we recorded. 
and uh, oh man, does it suck! It's so yeah. bad. It's so bad. It's and then I went, I went and listened to older stuff. Like I don't have a any ill yeah. will towards yeah. the Headstones at all. But then I was listening to the old stuff. I'm like, oh, this sucks. Yeah, this isn't. <laughs> these are. I. It's it sucks good. so bad. It's so. Yeah. Boring bar rock. It's, it smells it, when, like an old keg. Yeah, it's just we, lazy bluesy yeah. rock riffs and like and not and the vocals are mostly just like I say tough dude thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel yeah. like there's a lot of posturing involved yeah. for a band who's not that confident in their posture no no yeah and you and you mentioned bar rock the last time before we even listened to it and when i was listening to it i was like oh uh, yeah, that's yeah. all you can really say yeah tough guy yeah. stuff cars and sandwiches yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know tough guy stuff hey where are my cigarettes oh here in my t-shirt uh, rolled up <laughs> where's my sandwich rolled up oh, in my other, other sleeve <laughs> <laughs> well, well, egg salad. This song's called choice. This for... song's called baloney sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> uh, l- let me give you a taste of <laughs> my baloney sleeve. Ew! Actually, now that I think about it, that does not. This is not a very enjoyable euphemism. <laughs> uh, <laughs> give you a taste of my baloney sleeve. Rye bread on my arm. <laughs> Roll it up. Oh. Hungry for a snack. <laughs> Fold it up. <laughs> ah. Ew. No. It's it's bad. Ooh, it's, bad. it's just re- it, and there's no uh, real entertaining way about it. It's just like no. And again, no ill will. And I'm sure there's lots of people for this for which this is fine. But yeah. it's like, blech. yeah. Blech. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want to be listening to it. I don't know. It's just a fifty-year-old guy being like, "I'm dangerous." <laughs> <laughs> this, the the sandwich is gone. I'm living moldy. on the edge. <laughs> um, I star on a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. really need to be doing this monetarily. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's no good. I do not like it. Well, guys, I am shocked and dismayed. You get to give us another punishment album. Yeah. yeah. I what do. are you doing, buddy? Well, I didn't know what I was going to do uh, on my way here. I was like, oh, heck, what the heck am I going to do? God oh, darn it. heck. Um, and then, luckily, uh, I was online checking some stuff out. And now, I might oh, offend some of our listeners here with this one. Uh-oh. Um, because I'm going to give You've you a new warned. album by an artist I do not care for yeah. mm-hmm. in but is any it a, way. Is it an artist that is fairly beloved? It is an artist that is uh, quite divisive, but so beloved by some people. Mm. And this artist is Ani DeFranco. Oh. Mm. Now, I cannot abide Ani DeFranco's music. I just find it awful sonically. Yeah. But I know that some people... Uh, uh, it means a lot to them. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I'm not giving it to you necessarily um, as like, ah, check out this dumb bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's more like uh, this is something that I I loathe her music. It, it, it just hits me in the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was this this movement of folk, not not necessarily the lyrical themes i mean that was a thing going on at this time period too when she blew up i mean yeah but there was a lot of folk being played this way in the yeah. 90s mm-hmm. and i do not care for it no i don't i doubt she does it anymore 
I can't imagine there that's was a, what a very. Like. Uh, but at the same time, she's a very strong-willed person, so I could see her going, I don't give a fuck what the trends are right now. I'm going to do what I do. Yeah, I can't imagine what she does now. I haven't heard anything in so long. Can't but everyone imagine. was doing this sort of like uh, forced inflection, folky, yes. and I Very, <laughs> very um, mannered and... Uh, mm. and I, I don't want to say inauthentic because that's dumb. That's not for me to say, but no. it felt very... Uh, Ostured. Uh, yeah. 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 And gross. Yeah. So, I was not into it. Heck, who knows what she's doing now? I have... I Yeah. I don't even really have much experience with her music other than just like I know there was some hits, right? I don't know. Not really some hits. Big songs. I don't know. She had like... Uh, it's, uh, you know, uh, struck a chord with a lot of people. Yeah. Lyrically is is the thing. I just yeah. yeah, I just didn't like the songs. I heard them and was like, no. well, yeah, I not did not pleasing. like the way she delivered the songs. I didn't like the songs. No, um, but and she means so much to yeah. And, and people like like I I know dudes like because she was very 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 much um, feminist and very much mm-hmm. uh, meant a lot to a lot of women and to a lot of uh, you know various movements mm-hmm. within yeah. sort of like the the un, under the feminist umbrella. Uh, but I also know a lot of dudes who who were mm. like uh, s- like seriously touched. Yeah. Uh, in the same way, like not in like a yo, but like she's like a fucking total rocker, dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. What? Like that? That uh, like I know a lot of dudes who kind of took a lot from like, oh, okay, cool. This is how to be a dude. Like yeah, this is yeah. how to be yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. cool. Right. And and that and that rules, I guess. But just musically, I. I there are a few things I can think of that Here, I just enjoy. Here's less. the thing, yeah. though: her discography is a real workhouse. Because <laughs> <laughs> she put out albums in 1990, 91, 92, 93, 94, 95, 96, 98, wow. 99, 99, wow. two wow. albums, 99, yeah. 2001, three, four, five, six, eight, 12, 14, and now 17. Jeez. Well, that's like an album almost every year. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, music. <laughs> uh, it's a workhouse full of potpourri. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, yeah. So, I, I don't want to turn this into like a... Uh, yeah, we'll see what like it is. A, Ooh, she yeah. sucks. But, uh, but I think it would be inter- an interesting conversation. I, I might uh, give it a bit of a go uh, myself. Yeah. Uh, a lot of musicians show up on this new album, Binary. Uh, bon Iver is on here. Mm. Uh, and uh, and uh, I was, we were just talking about yeah, him before. And uh, mixed or produced that? by someone who's worked with the Black Keys and Pearl Jam. So mm. we'll see what's going on here. Interesting. On the new. Yep. On Edie Franco album. Yeah. And that's uh, the uh, the episode, although we got to roll. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. That's the episode. Not. Mm-hmm. I brought the old ten-sided die. Old tenny, we call old them. Old ten-side. <laughs> old Mr. Ten-side. Old T-S. I get to go first because I'm on a major losing streak. Okay. So uh-huh. we have to talk about what we're rolling Oh, for. yeah. Let's this do week that. is looking like a winner's choice week. Yeah. Lots of stuff coming out. Nothing looks amazing. And no. then lots of things sticking around in theaters. Yeah. I believe Beatrice at uh, dinner is even opening wider this week. So... Winner's choice. Now, we've had a couple picks for Loser here, mm-hmm. but we're going with the new Transformers movie. Because yeah. it's so dumb. <clears throat> so yeah. dumb. There's we've no done... way it's going to be, hey, you yeah. know what? It was kind of good. You never know. No. I do. But we'll see. Sometimes you yeah. know. Um, uh, like I've said, I said before we started. Uh, for the listener, I here. screamed because I dropped this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, Dan just said, "I've never went." 
<laughs> and then back to normal. This a little bug. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I haven't been able to get through a trailer uh, mm. without getting so bored I had to turn yeah, it off. Yeah, and yeah. I s- Although listeners might also know, I've seen the last one a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. You idiot. <laughs> like a fucking and idiot. And I said to Casey before the show, at Cineplex, they're doing a pre-show where Anthony Hopkins says that the script for this movie is wonderfully written. Yeah. And I call bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> a guy will say anything yeah. and for be in whatever for enough yeah. money. Yeah. Now, there is also uh, the Book of Henry that is getting shocking reviews. Yeah. But we'll we'll get to I that. Think that's going to be we'll we, yeah. yeah. Don't worry, guys. Anyway, we'll get, get to there. it. Casey's going to roll first. Psych! No, oh, why? <laughs> he can't even roll on the thing. No, it's a two. I That's saw a two. it. I feel like uh, it's a nine. I uh, think he no, should be a you two. You just rolled a two. <laughs> I did roll a two. <laughs> I couldn't even get it on the table. Yeah. Oh, it's a one. It's a one. You suck even worse than me. <laughs> That's a six. Yeah. Greg is going All to right. see Transformers. <sighs> it's so long, I bet. I, I think. Know. Oh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's like four two hours. Plus. Uh, and we'll get to watch whatever we want. Oh, yeah. Fuck. But we'll be listening to Ani DeFranco. <sighs> now, that is the episode of the show. Uh, next week, we'll talk about those movies, talk about that album, and we'll keep the rolling going. Um, if you'd like to get into contact with us, you can do so at info at modernsuperior.com. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash modernsuperior. Check, out, check us out there. Do some donating. Get a T-shirt if you donate twenty bucks, or just get into the Slack for two bucks uh, and more. Uh, you can follow us on tw- Twitter and Facebook, SYNWPC, and uh, follow all of those uh, polls that we got going on there with the action heroes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a real workhouse. Yeah, full <laughs> of potpourri. Yeah. Greg needs a classic mispronunciation. <laughs> yeah, Greg, be stupider. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I have them. <laughs> well, nobody's perfect. <laughs> With a K. Yeah, no, I heard. <laughs> I heard the K. Uh, that is the episode. As always, we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, uh, Internet. Yeah, goodbye, baloney sleeves. Yeah, <laughs> that's our new, that's our new uh, uh, name for our fans. Yeah. baloney sleeves. You guys are the baloney sleeves. <laughs> you BSs, get into it. <laughs>
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> <laughs> 